Hello and welcome to We Are Live. We are live. My name is Chris Denman. That's Travis Terrell. And uh, we're happy to be here on a Friday. Good morning to all of you. Thanks for tuning in on the Facebook live stream or if you're downloading. Thank you as well. Why haven't you reviewed us? Why haven't you shared the subscription with your friends? Yeah, get their ass, Chris. Get their ass, Chris. (sighs) We're excited to be here. We do this five days a week. And we couldn't do it without all the great support as we continue to grow in the Midcoast Media Studio, everybody. Are we, uh, how are we looking on the live stream? Hey, there we go. <laughs> We're, uh, we had a TV screen issue. I don't know if we've, uh, yeah. Can yeah. you see me? Are we still no. live? <laughs> the stream's live there. Look at executive producer and video troubleshooter, Chris Gardner. Hello, oh, Chris. Where is he at? Oh, hey, there he is. Good morning, gentlemen. I have no idea what happened there. Do <laughs> you think it has anything to do that uh, we got started about 37 seconds late because mm-hmm. you got zapped by one of the lights? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't feel good. Yeah? You're powering through it? Left, I'm about to say, are you, hands are, a little, are you uh-huh. anything feeling numb at this point? Well, the left arm. Right? So oh. it's hard to tell now if it's heart attack or just uh, oh, that literal could be shock. A, yeah. Shock due to the shock? Uh <sighs> It might be both. It mm. often is both. I Look, Gardner, I love you, but all injuries incurred while the taping of We Are Live, we are not responsible for any of your health ramifications. Okay. I'll check my contract. So, uh, yeah. How about... Uh, uh, I don't know what to tell you. How about we'll the, see. How about, we'll see. Uh, you know, we've got great listeners. They chime in in the Facebook Oh, I'm comments. sure this is delightful. They send in emails Cannot for wait. Fair oh, uh, Triangle Assassin asked if Travis is blocking the camera a second ago. <laughs> I'm just going to sit back and... You sons of... I don't need this. I don't need this Happy Friday to you, Trav. Why are you, uh, why are you blocking the camera, huh? I'm blocking no damn camera. Sorry, y'all blocking my shine. Why are you blocking the camera? Y'all blocking my shine. That's what y'all doing. Blocking your shine. Blocking you, my shine. You're blocking your own shine, locking your Twitter account. Well, you know why? Because some of you are not worthy of my tweets. Mm. And some of you, I will have to decide whether or not you should be able to follow me. Mm. Thank you. Thank you for getting camera three there. Because I, I want to talk to the audience. Call it Trey. Trey. Camera Trey. Cam, camera Trey. Thank you. Uh, listen here. We have had a fruitful relationship over the last three and a half years. But now that are you new, saying goodbye? I'm not saying goodbye, but I want you all to recognize that I don't like any of you, and that I don't want anyone to know that we are affiliated in any way. Going forward, please address me as Mr. Terrell. When you see me out in public, make sure you check with Gardner or Chris before you think you can speak to me. So I just want to be very clear. I have been holding everyone's water for this long, and I am done. But I'm happy to be here today. I'm, I'm very excited. It should be a great show. We have some great guests coming you got in a real attitude. to the show. Yeah, Sam Lyons will join us. You know him from Impolite Company. Oh. And uh, he's done the Southtown show several times. Does all kinds of stand-up all around St. Louis. Uh, a nice young man. We're excited to uh, have Sam, Sam in the studio. Sam's the truth. I'm a great excited to have Play some recasting calls. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Gardner. Yes. Do we have a fair foul topic today where we yes. ask people to email in to wall at weareliveradio.com and then they could win $10 to Buzz's Wine Grill? We do. And uh, just to let you know, I think the camera issue is now solved. It was, it was ongoing still for a little while there. Oh, okay. But uh, we, have, uh, we have figured it out. What was the camera issue? Uh, 
it's difficult to explain because there are words that I don't know that people would care about there when you explaining You're it. fairly cheery though, so it wasn't like it wasn't that stressful then. Yeah, I just it took a second to figure out where the issue was. We had an OCD attack before yes, we, uh, you we did. went live I as well. Never seen anything like that Travis tossed a folder on the in-studio couch just which left was it open. open. Gardner instead of clicking going live had to get up and off camera had to make sure the folder was closed. Fixed it, then I fixed a curtain, and then I got shocked by a light. <laughs> it was about 15 seconds before we started. <laughs> if you ever so want to know the, the dreamy and uh, glamorous behind the scenes of the Midcoast <laughs> Media Studio. It's almost certain that's what our audience thinks when they uh -huh. turn to this broadcast. Dreamy. And we got a busy day today. We got our friends at uh, St. Louis Counseling Services coming in to uh, do... Mental Health Matters. We got uh, our friend Stacy Static dropping by. We got our friend Marcus dropping by with his podcast. Mm -hmm. The Zulardians are coming in here tonight. It is getting busy here, and uh, I just wanted to thank everybody for all the support because it's a it's been a fun ride so far, and we're very early on in the ride. Back to Fair Foul. Yeah. Okay. And as I was getting to the Fair Foul topic. Yeah. Um, did you hear the disdain in his voice? Just yeah. Now? He was. No, I was trying to think of how yeah. to how to present this. Mm. And we'll get into it in a little bit here. Okay. I'm going to read it to you first and then a brief explanation. Okay. A mobster scheming to destroy the Rascal Flats-themed restaurant chain. Hmm. That sounds stranger than fiction. It is not fiction. If you uh, read a recent story in the Arizona Republic at azcentral.com, you would find out that I have that, that favorited a, on my favorite sites list. Yes. Yeah. They got some interesting. Well, they do have some interesting stuff, obviously, going on. Ever since uh, I visited Phoenix and just saw how clean it was, follow all their media outlets. You are old as hell because you have been talking about how clean Phoenix was for almost an entire year now. Because <laughs> every every my mundane four mile drive to work, I see seven cars just take full bags of fast food and yeah, right out the door. Yeah, that is bad. Mm -hmm. Phoenix is a very beautiful city, but. Um, like the cleanest city you've ever been to, like I, I still will put San Diego at the top of that list. San Diego, as far as clean, it's beautiful, fresh, I don't know, there's a lot of absolutely a lot of vagrants running around there. <laughs> that's okay there. That's list. the place to do that. Yeah, surfer or vagrant. <laughs> that generally, that's the question when you're in Southern California. Like, I don't know, does he does he own fifty percent of Google, mm -hmm. or is he, he living under a bus station? He could. You just you never figure know. it out. That's that's the that's the best part about Cali. All right, so. The Arizona Republic recently published a story by Robert Englund, and he had worked on this story for, I think, roughly three years. Mm -hmm. That explains how a mobster in the Witness Protection Program, Frank Capri, uh, was scheming, running his scheme to make money. Gardner, we've, and we've talked about you take down, lying uh, about these. This, this, th this is real. This is real. Uh, to take down... Um, the Rascal Flats-themed restaurant chain, so that won't be coming to St. Louis. No, it is not happening now. Uh, and apparently he also took took out in the past, running kind of the same deal. Yes, he did. Uh, the Toby Keith-themed restaurants, which were called... <laughs> you know what it was called. I man. love this bar and grill. Mm, 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 mm. That's it? Mm, mm, is that a uh, lyric or a line? Yeah, yeah, he's got a... I love this bar and grill. Well, it's just... I love this bar is the song. And grill. 
and grill. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be Hick's favorite Friday night spot if I was Hick of Hick and Hick, Hop. Hick and Hop. Yeah. You this ever been down to I Love This Bar and Grill? And then you're confused. You're like, you love what bar and grill? And we got a real who's on first. How would Hop, hop respond to that? Yo, you dog. Make sure you eat your vitamins, bitch. Oh, wow. I don't, I, I'm still trying to work out the hot part. Mm-hmm. This is all new to me. I'm going to be completely honest. How is that new to you? Being it's hood. been your entire life. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, you got Just to admit you distracted yourself by your tablet there, and that's fine. Yeah. But. <laughs> well, no, I was looking at Robert Englund, uh, his Twitter timeline, yeah. his thread that he created in regards to this incredibly bizarre story. I don't know what's going on. Ever since the big short, there have been just a plethora of stories that are so incredibly bizarre, you're looking forward to the film before you even finish the article. And this is another one of those stories. I want to show you the, uh, the headline, too. Okay. I'm going to show you on the screen just because I thought the graphics and everything were fantastic. It's been, it's, look at this. Rascal Flats restaurants failed nationwide. Did a mafia soldier pull the strings? When you read that headline, you immediately go, someone go on the phone with Adam McKay. Because these stories we've been coming across, from the Monopoly scam to now this, like these are the most bizarre stories that you are almost certain, you're, you're trying to figure out how did these stories not become national news? And then you realize, oh, there's national news breaking every hour on the hour, so now you can see a lot of these stories going under the radar. This is such a bizarre story that a guy with mafia ties essentially brought down Rascal Flats restaurant that was going to be the gem of downtown St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And now we're, what are we stuck with? A dirty ass dome that occasionally hosts Garth Brooks and Beyonce concerts. Look at those guys. Poor them. Poor Rascal Flats. Life is oh, the mob way. Jesus bastard. Christ. We, let, we gave them <laughs> graphics. We knew this was going to happen. We knew this was going to happen. What did I say two months ago? When Gardner figures out this software, he's going to lose his damn mind. Here Look I what am. he's doing. Here I am trying to get uh, insane things done, like famous people Skyping in uh, and, and making that happen. No, we're focusing on mm-hmm. the hashtags and the Rascal Flats pictures. Congratulations, content. Gardner. Content. Thank you, Gardner. Content. Hashtag content. So we're you feel... You feel good about this? I feel very good about so this. We'll Can I dive sing this? deeper into that. Can I sing that? Life is a mob way. A mob way. We're going to die all the way home. Mm. Not as good as your other one. Nah, I've had better. The fact is... I should have warmed up a little today. Mm, yeah. The guy had notorious ties to the Lucchese crime family. Lucchese. Yeah, that too. You see, I purposely mess up the last name so that way they know he's yeah, too, By the way, sentence of the week. to kill. Sentence of the week today as well. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll get into that. Lucchese's. Lucchese. Luches. Lucchese. And what am I? This is, like I'm, this is like what it's like to record with Sean. No. Sean, uh, the star of the Dogs on Film mm-hmm. voiceover. It's been a big week for the mob families there was a mob boss killed yesterday in new york city a couple days ago do you think it had anything to do with this maybe somebody was a rant oh i didn't know mob hits still happen that's it's the first one in new york city or in that area i think since since paul castellano how long ago was that 
that was in front of a steakhouse. That was mid '80s. In 1985. It's this is the first mob hit since mid '80s. Well, the one like from like a for a boss for a boss. Right, right. This wow, that's chilling. Oh my. I think I think Gotti was behind the last one. He was. So how is it that you? I mean, are people no no one's going to get arrested for this, right? I think he I was ran over as well. He was shot several times and ran over. Oh, the the boss? Yeah. He was shot several times and ran over. I believe so. Damn, we in New York they Damn. We're making a comeback. Oh, lord. I think with some of this some a lot of people are like wait, there's they're still doing stuff? Yeah, they absolutely. Just operate differently. Right. The band Rascal Flats were a victim. Capri uh, had the band sign a deal with the restaurants to build country restaurants around its chart-topping hits. The band didn't know Capri was behind the company mm-hmm. that, of course, established the Rascal Flats restaurant. So, so do, do you think it's one of those things where they just put their name on something and then they show up and smile, yeah, take yes, a few no pictures? Doubt. And that, yeah. that was it. They didn't have any you, you say. You mean to tell me the Rascal Flats guys aren't rolling up silverware and getting in there and mixing <laughs> it up? Well, and I think Toby Keith was in the same situation. It's yeah. basically naming rights. Right. right, yeah, yeah. Is how you want to look at it. And then the it. journalists have a field day because it's Rascal Flats and a mob boss. Yeah, I think if you go to the author's, um, he's got a Twitter thread on it. It's Robert Anglin, uh, A-N-G-L-E-N. He's got uh, like a brief explanation of kind of how the story came about for him. Um, I just pulled it up right now. He said, Hi, I've got an offer you can't refuse. I've spent three years investigating how a mafia soldier is behind the collapse of Toby Keith and Rascal mm. Flatts restaurant chains. I figured you'll enjoy a thread about how it came together. What have you got to lose? And uh, he warned about some of the audio that they have. Actually, they have actual audio yeah. with the story of this like Frank from the Capri, recording studio? From this Frank Capri character. If, if audio, it is him in there while they're... Okay, all right. I like where this is headed. He says, uh, this started in 2015 with a routine assignment. My editor asked me what's happening at Toby Keith's. I love this bar and grill. <laughs> Honestly, I wasn't really interested. A bunch were closing in Phoenix. Happens all the time, right? No, not like this. I got interested fast. Turns out a Phoenix company called Boomtown Entertainment owned Toby Keith restaurants across the country. And it was closing them. At the same time, Boomtown was closing restaurants. It was promising new ones. Weird, right? Stay with me. Boomtown closed 19 of 20 Toby Keith restaurants in about 18 months. It promised 20 more that never got built. Developer said it was intentional. They accused the owner of taking money meant to pay for construction and walking away. Lawsuits were being filed all over the U.S. Reporters don't believe in coincidence, and the restaurant failures formed a pattern. Some stayed open a few weeks before closing. I asked to interview Boomtown's owner, who was invited to the company's newest restaurant. I was the only person in the building. It was dinner time. Oh, God, that's crazy. (laughs) Did you say something about the mafia? I'm getting there. Boomtown's owner wouldn't meet with me in person. He was a man named Frank Capri. He had a very unusual past. He didn't seem to exist before 1999. Oh, my God. (laughs) The more questions I asked about Capri, the less I seemed to be able to find out. In the family court documents, I found references to the Federal Witness Protection Program oh boy. and the New York mob. Oh, dear God. In one court document, Capri's lawyer told a judge that even if Capri were in witness protection, he'd have to lie about it per the program rules. Then he asked the judge to seal the case. That's what we call a smoking gun. 
More digging. I found records that Capri was a former soldier in New York's notorious Lucchese crime family. His real name was Frank Joya Jr. He became a made man in 1994. The government gave him a new identity after he implicated dozens Mm. of mobsters. Oh, wow. So the guy was in the witness protection program? He was in the, or that's what it seems. Okay. Um, there has been no confirmation of that of by anyone. That, and okay. the feds aren't answering questions on it oh or, boy. you know, aren't really providing. I'm not even, I'm not even listening to it. Mm, so. so he, there, and the government is suggesting that this guy indeed implicated dozens of mobsters in the, before. Well, he, he did something to get into witness protection. Wow. Um, what that is, uh, who knows, uh. England goes on. Is Rascal Flats another victim? Turns out Capri wasn't done after Toby Keith. The band signed a deal with RF Restaurants to build country restaurants around its chart-topping hits. The band didn't know Capri was behind the company. Ah, uh, I see. Capri's name was not on public documents tied to RF Restaurants, but I found he controlled key aspects of the projects that failed last year. Capri's associate made recordings of phone calls with Capri. They really tell a story. He's got more recordings in this Twitter thread. How did that work? The managers of RF restaurants are Tawny Costa and Chris Burka. Costa is Capri's girlfriend. Costa and Burka point fingers at each other. Costa says she was never an owner. Burka says Costa controlled the finances. Guess what happened? Projects collapsed. Right. The Rascal Flats restaurants had a similar outcome to Capri's Toby Keith restaurants. One opened and closed a year later. Projects in seven states failed. Money for construction was gone. There it goes again, St. Louis. Mobsters have a name for that, don't they? They do. They call it a bust-out. Okay. It refers to using a company's line of credit to drain it of assets. There are lots of variations. (laughs) The scheme is so popular, it was used on an episode of HBO's The Sopranos. Wow. My gosh. So that's just a few of the details. Big big week in mob news, huh? It's been not only a big week in mob news, but a big week in scams. What if HBO is making this happen for the prequel? For the Sopranos. Sopranos. (laughs) Just to drum up some some interest. Like they they had received a tip on this, and then just for the publicity, they kind of dimed somebody out. Well, they did extend winter in the Midwest for Game of Thrones Mm -hmm. final season. So for them to go to these lines... You know what we're talking about, Gardner. Absolutely. Uh, What's this? Oh, here you go again. Westeros! You're so cool. Westeros? You're so cool. Westerosa. Here's a question, though, I have for you guys. And again, this has been a huge week in scams. And I don't want to be incredibly pessimistic about just society in general, but is everything fixed? Is everything a basically just a way to set something up so I can scam over someone else? Is everyone grifting? Where are we at right now in society? Because it feels like every new story that we have seen over the last year and a half, two years, have been stories about scams, grifters, People basically undermining the system in order to get ahead. And I know we, in passing, talk about, you know, well, that's just the way life is. Oh, God, is it really that? No, is everything what, we see now people just a giant scam? people want you to think so that they can continue doing that. Good God. This, like, when they said there Rascal are Flats, Travis, there are jerks out there. Yeah, I, but I, I'm all like, I'm thinking Rascal Flats coming to St. Louis. Why would you do grill. this to Rascal Flats? I'm, that's what I'm trying to figure yeah. out. Why, I, Why? Rascal never, Flats? Never in my 34 years, but I think uh, 
I, uh, I feel bad. I would ever feel bad for Rascal Flatts for anything. They tormented me with that. Wish. Remember Look that? at these that guys. Thing? Yeah. Yeah. I just like, I'm thinking if you're Rascal Flatts, you're like, I'm going to loan my name to a business. We're going to have my, we're going to have our songs play in the restaurant and we're going to make X percentage off revenue. And I, I would, <laughs> I'm sure these guys have good, honest representation people who go through line by line all their contracts and here the entire time they were loaning their name to a former mafia soldier like how do you how do you avoid that like you know how do you not know someone's in the mob does uh so how does that work because he wasn't on any of the documents right but i'm saying to the rascal flats point like you what do you do then like this is a story where their name gets dragged into next to a mafia guy yeah but they're just saying okay like somebody came to me you're gonna give us money these five things and then you get x amount of money and their business manager goes i mean yeah probably I felt terrible for them. Just make Poor sure Rascal Flats. Just make sure the potato skins are good. That's <laughs> yeah. all. Yeah. You, <laughs> don't signature you, don't dish. Want, you don't want to wrap a poor potato skin. I wonder what the signature dish would have been at Rascal Flats themed restaurant. Mm, that's a good question. Does this change your view at all? Uh, your perception just on everything in life? The at least some of these stories, like the scam or the college uh, scam. Like, I, I feel like we've always heard that. You know, I've always kind of thought like eh, something's. Not there's a lot up. of there's a lot of crazy stuff that goes on out there, and everybody takes different paths mm-hmm. to get to the end of their journey. I'm trying to create controversy locally. Yeah, all yeah, over the place. I tried to last night and got a phone call immediately about yeah. it. Oh, did you? Yeah. How'd that go? I just trying to you know this college admissions scam. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, do we, can we get something like locally like this? So I just tweet out and call out Martin Kilcoin and ask him. How much his mother paid for him to get into CBC. And what did he answer? Did he answer? He didn't call me. Hoffman, Brian Hoffman, his radio producer, called me within 30 seconds of me posting that tweet and started yelling at me about my tennis scholarship. And he's Uh like, what about that? I go, I said that on the air today, sir. And I said, it's likely my grandmother paid for me to go to Lindenwood. So I took that away from you automatically. Right. What you got now. You're like Eminem eight mile. And I told him, and now I'm putting you in with this. And he's like, how am I in with this? I, I go, look at you. Yeah. What school did you go to? What yeah. high school did you go yeah, to? Yeah, get his ass, Godzi. Get CBC? his ass. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Mr. Hoffman, where did you go to college? Marquette. Mm. Oh, mm. Mr. Mr. Kilcoin. Oh, boy. Who went to CBC High School? Oh, also we went go. to where uh, for college? Where'd he go? Marquette. Oh, here we oh, go. Wow. We have a new How scandal. high does this go? Yes. Yeah. How person. high does this go? That's we are affected right to the top. I'm calling it Operation TKO. Nice. In honor of the Killcoin opinion. <laughs> so I will continue a thread on this probably later this afternoon. Oh, man. So you're trying to stir up, stir it up locally. Yeah, we need something. Yeah. You got, you got to localize that, the story, that, right? Now that 314 day's over, we yeah. don't have a lot going on. If right. we had somebody involved from the area, that would work best because then like, you, can, you can localize the story. Then You can go talk to their friends, try and knock on their family doors, and then cover the story that way. We don't have that here. What is, what so the, instead, I'm going to make something up. Since we're in the middle of mess and being petty, let's just go an extra step further. What is something currently today whether it's locally or nationally, that you believe is one giant scam or the next big scam to be brought down? What is something that you have believed for a long time is like, man, that ain't adding up. How does this work with this? And they have this. 
I don't know how that works. That's got to be a scam. Is there anything nationally or locally that comes to mind for you? Oh, man. It's, it's very easy. It's uh, whoever picks the uh, fad diet. It's Ooh, all that is. Oh, yes. All that is is venture capitalists just shorting one, uh, one, you know, they're like, ah, you know what? The guy at the grain store really pissed me off. Let's attack grain for the next <laughs> 10 years. I think that's what it that is. Makes because sense. at the end of the day, we just need a hip name and somebody that looks good yeah. repping it. Yeah. Because uh, every single diet just ends up being like, eat less, move more. <laughs> <laughs> and they just come up with some kind of weird association with it. More. So you're telling me all these diets came because somebody didn't like what happened at the deli when they were ordering a sandwich? Oh, uh-huh. And that's why you can't eat carbohydrates? I would yeah, not doubt that. That's right. I believe There's an that. attack on big dairy because uh, Steve Milk uh, mm-hmm. attached himself to uh, a bad business so related to Tim deal. Apple? Yes, yes. Mm. Very likely. Mm. I think the biggest scam currently going, this is locally and nationally, I think road construction. There's oh, no doubt in my mind that something... There's, there's got to be someone at the end of that rainbow mm-hmm. that's just right. making billions off just, you know what, uh, Earl, go down uh, the King's Highway, put like 14 potholes, and we're going to spend the next six months on a half-mile stretch of road. Like, I, it, there's no way that all this road construction is necessary. No way. In yeah, 2019, maybe it's big asphalt, and they're uh, and they're allegedly just like pumping in sand, not sand. What's something we something confetti used confetti <laughs> into their mix because then it'll go away quicker, which in turn means more business, more business. I, that's why I think that. the construction lobby is or the road construction lobby is big anti climate change people because. Oh, they don't recognize. fix it. We need extreme things to keep building these all yes. the time. They're yeah. like, oh, yeah, nothing wrong with the weather. And they're like, yeah, hey, I love that it's snowing in March. So mm-hmm. they're getting, they're like, oh, man, we're getting our money's worth. Mm-hmm. So I definitely believe road construction is like the biggest scam. I don't know America. if I want to answer your question. Oh, boy. Oh, you're he's afraid. Gonna go, he's you're gonna afraid go to step in? Oh, what's wrong, Mr. Gardner? You can talk all that shit. But now when it comes to you actually coming up with a controversy, you're afraid to attack the issues head on. Depends on if <laughs> the Vatican allows anyone. Oh to go God, no, way. no, 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 no. So no, if you're no, asking no, me about no, a scam, no, 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 then no, you're right. Yeah. Do you want me to no, answer no, this no, question? No, I do not want you to answer that one. You're right. Let's move on to the next segment. Because it was going to be religion. <laughs> no, let's not. No, 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 no. Yeah, Mister. Uh, no, Mister. Absolutely uh, not. Mister. Weren't you just yelling at me for not answering, and then I answered your question? I should have looked deeper into your eyes. That was my mistake. I should have known you were holding something back for a particular reason. That's my bad. Foul I was on trying Travis. to protect everyone. That was me. Foul on me. I take it. out. Look, okay. he gets two free throws. My bad. I was shooting. Yeah, he Do was we... shooting. He was in the act of shooting. Mm. Don't say that. Those two words together. Jeez. Mm. Mm, my neighborhood was, uh, half of it was quartered off yesterday because somebody decided to uh, engage in an active shooter situation that ended up in somebody... Uh, boarding himself up in a business and unfortunately ending his own life so So, there you go so a day that ends in y in tower grove welcome to st louis everybody uh so again we've got fair foul today (laughs) one more time on this all right here we go a mobster scheming to destroy the rascal flats themed restaurant chain slash life is a highway no it's not it's hashtag life is a mob way Email us, wall, that's W-A-L at weareliveradio.com so with your thoughts too. and you can win 10 bucks to Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Be like Alexis Zodos from KMOV. 
Did we get back into uh, what we were, did we want to jump back into uh, talking about what she said about her husband or we just move forward? About, oh, we can do that if you about want. About being off the record? <laughs> there were, I thought there was maybe some video or something we needed to recap, but uh, real quick, if you want to text in, I haven't told everybody yet, 314-669-1431, we've got that up and rocking. If you want to remain anonymous, if not, shoot us a uh, comment on the Facebook live stream. Travis, comedy was great last night. Jovan Bibbs, amazing. Carly Lawrence, we had a gentleman from Ireland in. Jason Brennan, you had Matt Wayman crushing. You had John Venagoni. And you know where we did that? Southtown Pub. So huge thanks to them for hosting our weekly comedy Matt series. Matt Wayman is, is so damn funny. We always He's go such a brilliant writer. Oh, wow. Good gosh. What an, you know, what an enjo enjoyable show that was. Because those, those, all of those performers are just completely, they couldn't be more different. Mm -hmm. And they absolutely killed yesterday. Everybody. They were so damn good. I, I, look, I talk it up all the time. Uh, Jovan mentioned it himself after his set last night. Uh, St. Louis comedy is just, I'm willing to put it up against any city. Honestly, I, I'm, I, I kid you not. I'm willing to put it up against L.A. I'm willing to put it against New York. Oh. I'm willing to put it against the Chicago area. I'm, well, I'm not everyone, joking every, here. I'm everyone serious. Ap everyone appreciates the fighter, okay? Right. But I think, the, I think what we're seeing out of St. Louis you're, when it comes to the comedy scene, it's You're talking it's like very, a man who, who may be headed to the East Coast soon. No, I'm saying in general, I think, first of all, everyone who's in you L.A. You bias, it seems. I have, I have some bias, but if everyone— You're getting whimsical. Everyone we know— Everyone we've seen go out to L.A. or New York, of course, have, are from essentially the Midwest, Chicago, Ohio, Missouri, Texas. And these guys go out to these major cities and they kill. And I think St. Louis uh, needs to start receiving more credit for the type of talent they are sending to the coast because there are some amazing comedians that you can catch at any point throughout the week here in St. Louis. And I hope everybody gets out and checks them out because they're so damn good. Jovan Bibbs. Like, that's a big ad. That's like LeBron coming to the Lakers. That's a huge, huge no. get for the city of St. Louis. Worked out huge well for get. the Lakers, so I don't know if you want to use that. Travis, hyper hyperbole, Terrell. Whoops. Did we want to talk about anything? Uh, we just talked about the Alexis thing, but then there's something happening in the Northeast in May. Do we want to talk about that? Yeah. Uh, yesterday, in breaking news, Travis Terrell... And this this is actually of all the Facebook announcements that happen. Usually, it's like somebody's like, "I'd like to announce mm -hmm. I've bought a new pair of socks, and I really just appreciate some this journey." News. Some personal news. Uh, Travis Tr Marvis Morell, actually, you need to start going by Marvis Morell on everything because if they start <clears throat> looking into the show's past, don't worry, Chris. I protected all the programs and shows we've done over the last. Oh, three great! And a half do you know how to do that? I do not know okay. how to do that. Mm -hmm. So what I'll probably do is just delete all those things. You we'll know just, how to do that? Well, I'll be honest. I don't know how to do that either. So what I'll do is like what I do when I'm always in doubt. Just set it on fire. <laughs> just set it all on fire. That so if you set the computer on fire, the that'll computer, delete all I the programs. I feel like that should be yeah. about it. That should do the job. That happens <laughs> a lot with vehicles yeah. in St. Louis. Like, like, I, I, I don't know. I ain't got no tags on this car. If you're an I, ain't no, I ain't paid the car note in six months. I, I'm just going to set it on fire. You're like, you're like Zoolander and them trying to get uh, mm. the files out of the computer and <laughs> Yes. Throw it on the that's exactly <laughs> yeah. me. Oh, 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 
like patting the top of the monitor. Spraying uh, <laughs> hairspray up into the air because he thinks it hurts the cloud. Yes. <laughs> that his file has <laughs> left on. Take that cloud. <laughs> uh-huh. Give me some more potpourri. Spray some in there. That'll get the cloud. That'll show the cloud. Uh, so Travis Terrell breaks actual great news on Facebook yesterday. And uh, I, not to say that uh, I didn't believe it, but I didn't know what was happening. So officially yesterday, Travis, you uh, put some news out there. What's going on? I have decided to take my talents to New York City. I have been, For three months. I have been selected to go to, uh, to join the lovely Sesame Street Writers Workshop, where I will learn how to become a screenwriter. <laughs> I tried really to make screenwriter really as dramatic as possible. Oh, there are my boy, friends. I don't feel there's very Ernie, comfortable There's Ernie, there's Bert, there's Grover, there's Lily. There's Big Bird, there's Cookie Monster, there's Shannon. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Got some work to do. There's Karen. <laughs> Leroy in the back. <laughs> so what, so you have... I have a name got... for this, actually, that what you've been doing. Oh, oh really? Okay, gosh. what's the title to this one? Yeah. Operation Big, Big Bird. Bird. There you go. So Travis Terrell leaving for three months. I got a bunch of texts, and I, to be honest, I, you know, you're a grown man. I don't know what's going on or how this is going to happen. Uh, and yes, the show is still rocking and rolling. Uh, we do have a, hopefully a video link by then, and we'll have Travis on the show still every day. Gardner, video link. Can we get it by May? Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Uh, CJ asking, did you just say tickle monster when describing? <laughs> No, I said that's cookie. Uh, I wanted to do this too, real quick. What do you got? Travis be looking at Big Bird like. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing good about that photo is that was 25 pounds ago. (laughs) (laughs) And now we also have an answer to the question why did Travis (laughs) protect his tweets? Uh huh. Yep. Uh, Pulled uh, some great reporting by the. Who's the Gelsberg uh, conduct, conductor? Gelsberg conductor, Choo-choo. always doing on the always on the journalism beat, doing uh-huh. a great job as always. And uh, yeah, he was uh, like a strong journalist, was able to put two and two together. I like that uh, Hinkles on the uh, Friends of Wall page is appreciative that you'll be teaching his kids what that booty do. Hmm. I'm excited to show the the kids of tomorrow what life can be like and what life truly is about and that's the spirit of we are alive am i right chris that has been the that has been my nature since you all have met me i have always been about the children Mm. how can we help the future no and now i've been given the responsibility to get your child Mm -mm. get him excited about science get him excited about technology i will be that voice and i look forward to making your children smile. Hmm. So this is very real. Oh no! <laughs> hey, 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 hey! That is. That is. You gonna stop talking about that now? Mm-mm-mm. Is that what's gonna happen? Mm-hmm. Gardner, you can put up your center ways. You can put up these temptations, but that will not stop me. This will. I will keep moving forward. I will not be distracted. I will not be distracted by things like that in the, get that off the screen. 
get that screen. I will not. I will not be distracted by the the center ways of the likes of Gardner and Chris Denman. I don't. I don't think Sesame Street has any religious affiliation. <laughs> <laughs> Big Bird, what So if you you're if you're listening on the audio feed, there's a um, there's a photo of Rihanna poolside. So so okay. So how does this work? How did you get there? Let's break it down some more. I've been working on. So usually scripts. he just says he says oh, I'm writing stuff, and you're like mm, you're eating chips and watching Netflix. Which generally, which if you actually talk to professional Boy, screenwriters, clean. that's actually what it is. You're eating. They've literally talked about the uh, the best food, fast food, and delivery. Like, because these guys lock and gals lock themselves in a room for ten to sixteen hours, and you just have to sit there and rehash things and do it over and over. And you literally do hang out with a bunch of smart, funny people and eat a bunch of Chinese food and come up with fun ideas. It that's. That's essentially it. And now, uh, and I was telling everyone last night who were very kind to come up to me uh, with congratulations. It is uh, something I didn't go to school formally for. I didn't go to school for creative writing. I didn't go to school for film and television. So uh, after, it's nothing like, of course, spending $50,000 in public education Mm. uh, only to figure out that you want to do something entirely different once you leave school. But I've always had a passion to write. I just never knew that you can actually... When I was younger, I didn't ever think that you could turn it into a career where you can actually earn a living off of it. But I did not know how to get involved into the industry, into screenwriting. So like anything else that's available to people, I went to the Internet. I talked to a lot of friends who were associated with the industry, connected to the industry in some way, shape or form. They gave me a ton of advice over the years. They told me what I needed to do in order to try to find a way into the industry. And so I've just been working on the craft and working on screenwriting, learning about actually how to put together a sound script. If you've ever attempted to write a screenplay, it is one of the most difficult things to do, not just because of the task, but how mentally difficult it is as far as it's draining. It's the Chris's point. A lot of people don't know that you're actually writing. You say that you're writing and they're just like, sure, whatever, bro. I won't ever see it. And so you have to deal with that part of it. And it's not something that I believe anyone can do. I know a lot of people talk about doing it. Mm-hmm. And you'll see the people in the Starbucks well, lobby get, and they're typing told, away. You gotta and, get told no like a hundred times. And I would imagine that me going forward in my pursuit of screenwriting, that I'll be told no 50, 75 more times. But just having the patience to stay with this while trying to work a job and take care of your other responsibilities, it's a very difficult thing to balance. Long story short, I ended up submitting a script that I had been working on for about six months uh, to Sesame Street. They had a opening, they had an application process where they were accepting all new scripts. You fill out an application, you send in your resume, and a few weeks ago, I got the opportunity to interview I was like, cool, I'm a finalist. I've never been a finalist for any of the fellowship programs I've uh, applied for. So I was thought this will be a great learning experience for me. I'll go through the rigors of the live interview. Rigors. Uh, no, no, we don't use that word here, Chris. Mm-hmm. And we've never used that word here, in fact. <laughs> Funnier if you did. I, I need you to go back and delete that. Nevertheless, I was just hoping just for some positive feedback. Right. Uh, hey, better luck next year, kid. Or just, hey, you're on the right path. Keep it up, punch in the arm, keep on moving. Because for a writer, that's gold. That's for someone professionally in the industry to say, hey, you're not completely awful. That's a huge punch in the arm. And that's what I got during the interview process. One of the young ladies 
who was interviewing me for Sesame Street, actually said she liked what I had written. So that was the first time that someone had said that that was inside that the That they industry. liked anything about you. Well, that's, if that's recently, certainly, yes. So uh, to my surprise, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I got a confirmation from Sesame Street that I had been invited, selected to be a part of their 2019 uh, writing fellowship program in New York City starting in May. So I'm very excited for the opportunity. I've never been in New York. I've been telling everyone that, but I've gotten people from all over friends and connections we've been able to make, of course, through We Are Live, who have already reached out, who are looking forward first to thing, helping me. First thing he asks, he's like, hey, you think Roy Wood Jr. let me sleep on his mm, couch? Mm, what's, my, Mike, what's Michael Costa I, doing? That was my first guess was Costa. Can I stay with Trevor Noah? I was like, Costa. Did they know we're from We Are Live? I was like, man. We were on Corolla. I was hoping. I was really hoping that, you know, I was going to hit Costa with the, yo, bro, remember me? Uh-huh. Hopefully. So I'm excited. Not really. No, yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting. I think, but I was thinking about this last night during the comedy show uh, that freaked me out, is that I have loved almost every movie, action, thriller that has taken place in New York, and now every horrible scene from those movies and TV shows are replaying in my head, so I'm fearful that it's going to happen. So have you seen the movie The Bone Collector? Uh, it's been a while if I have. So I in remember. the first opening minutes of The Bone Collector, these rich white people get off their flight and they get into a cab and the cabbie is a serial killer and he locks the door mm. and he drives them to his dungeon and he murders them. That's been going through my head a lot because I'm like, oh, I Live would be St. the guy Louis, that gets Missouri. in that cab yeah. that is now owned by a serial killer and he's going to take me to like an underground dungeon underneath the train tracks in New York City. You're not a rich white person. I know that, but they don't care most of the time. That's in the movies. That's just for effect. They just kill my black ass whenever they want. Well, you got to know if it's a serial killer. We're going that route, Travis. You got to know what their MO is, and that's what you build your fear off of. But I know, Chris, I've never been to New York City. I've, you know, Will you return? I've, I, I would like to event, I would like to live. I would like to survive. So, I would just like, so here's the thing that I saw because I looked it up to make sure uh, last night I was just looking at it. I was like, oh, that's a cool program. So they said like they could you can get a development deal. The, the objective of the program is for you to be able to pitch your original idea, the screenplay that I created for the program. I will have the opportunity not only to work on that screenplay with industry professionals, but pitch it to uh, the folks at Sesame Street. So that they're getting this is a major access opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. And if, if just getting in the door, getting the opportunity to learn, and and that's kind of what I explained in my interview, and I I said in my application process is just the opportunity to learn. You're look. Some people have formal training. Some people went to the USC's, the UCLA's, the NYU's of the world. How'd they get in there? <laughs> you know, some people work really hard, Chris. But no, there are a lot of people who do have the formal training, and there are a lot of people who do not. And that's, in many respects, Hollywood in a nutshell. A lot of these screenwriters and showrunners that you see, that you love for your favorite films and favorite TV shows, a lot of those folks did not go to school for. A lot of those people didn't necessarily go to college for the idea of being a producer or director or screenwriter. So having to learn the craft is just the most important thing for me right now because I know I'm not where the Jordan Peels are. I know I'm not where the Ryan Kuglis are, but I would love to get to that point. In order for me to get to that point, 
I need to be able to go through these type of programs. So will I'm very you, excited for that opportunity. Will you be back in St. Louis, or will we be having to uh, deal with uh, Avatar Travis? Like, we can hire someone mm. to, um, uh, it's a version of blackface, but if we found the right person, they would hopefully have the right skin tone. They mm. wear a mask, and weird. then you talk virtually, but their body's but still their body, here. So that's not a bad idea. So we superimpose your face from New York, but... Your pl- what's your plan? You're gonna the plan you're is gonna put in a uh, a remote work request. The plan is to be able to do the show because when I do the program, it would not interfere time wise with what we currently do. The objective is for me to go to New York and actually network to be able to meet with people within the industry and again just learn about how things work. And so I'm gonna take the summer, see how that works, and who knows. Uh, could I end up writing in Black Panther 2? That's probably the Gardner, goal. Gardner, he legitimately thinks that, doesn't he? I, I firmly mm-hmm. I firmly believe that. Well, I firmly believe that I can find my way onto either The Daily Show or Colbert. Listen, scrubbing Michael Costa and Roy's shoes. You better believe. You not. better believe I'm going to show up to The Daily Show studios with our interviews with Costa and Roy Wood. Mm. You would be... I would be insane. I'm going to do it anyway. If anybody would like to. Roy uh, going to let me through. Roy going to let me through because Roy going to be like, oh, man, another brother. Great. Come through. Roy's going to let me. Costa and, then Costa and Roy. I am absolutely going to so milk since, that. So since as of uh, this morning, yesterday, whatever. Well, I won't believe this till you're mid-flight on the way to New York City that yeah. uh, this is all going to work out. But uh, I would just like to announce that uh, if anyone would like to try and beat out Matt Whitener for this seat whenever Travis goes on to Black Hold Panther on, 2. man. Let's time out. How y'all just going to start? Send your submissions. I'll have my own damn Sesame Street sign up. That's what right. What the hell is this? Wall at weareliveradio.com. Tell me, tell me how you'd replace Travis. That's messed up, cuz. That's all right. It's all right. I got a whole bunch of sound clips. Yeah. What? That's true. We could just do that. Do we have any available? I mean, I don't know if you have uh, any we drops. We could. I'm kind of dealing oh, with some sorry. issues I, over I here. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Multiple uh, issues. Okay. Uh, is, it, uh, is it the kind of issue that stops me from talking about Buzz's Hawaiian Grill? No, it is not. Mm. Ooh. You know what? It's cold today, but it's going to be warm coming up. You got to go visit Buzz at Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. A one... <clears throat> a one-of-a-kind... Dining experience, <laughs> Food Truck Association of St. Louis member, Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. They're family owned. He's got his daughters helping him out when they're on break from college and work and all that stuff. You will love their food. Pays extra for the quality food. I feel that's important to tell you because that means you're going to enjoy it more. He takes care of you. You take care of him. He takes care of We Are Live by sponsoring it. It's Buzz's Hawaiian Grill where Aloha comes from the heart, everybody. So go check that out. Be like your girl, Alexis Soto. She went and Instagrammed it right away. I, I, and I challenge people to write a screenplay. Here's it, the thing. Here's the, it like, is, when you start it is explaining emotionally it, look up, grueling. Look up, um, look up The Office. Just, and they, there's, you can Google all this stuff. Um, Google uh, an episode of Seinfeld to see what an actual script looks like. The, from script to what ends up on your TV on primetime, like there is so much that goes into it because it just looks like a bunch of words on a p. And don't get me wrong, there's like, oh, that's funny. But to read a script, like you can be like, that's good, but it's also monotonous. It's also there's no context, and then you you get an appreciation for the editing, the acting, the delivery, the you know what I mean? Because one sentence of a of a written script to be like, 
I'm going to the car wash today. But if somebody does it as they're falling down and has good delivery, then it's a whole different thing. I think you kind of get a better understanding like why a lot of these TV shows have eight to 10 to 12 writers. You know, there's so much that goes into producing a season and even a film. You saw recently at the Academy Awards, uh, best screenplay adaptation. There were four guys up there. Four guys ended up winning best screenplay adaptation. It, it takes a village to truly put a, t these scripts together. De not just the TV show and the movie, but the script itself. And you're talking five, six, seven drafts. You're talking about endless studio notes. And it is so rigorous. And so to get to this point, to just finish a screenplay was just one of my bigger goals a year ago. And then I told myself that I'm going to put out more of my writing just for the opportunity to get feedback, criticism, so I can have an idea as to where I'm at. And so to have the opportunity to be able to go to New York and be in the same room as, I mean, again, people who created Sesame same Street. Same room as Burton Ernie. Yeah, I mean, these, like, it's Sesame Street, man. It's like, it's, it's a national treasure. It's, it is as American Don't put as it, it in comes. the national treasure. Yeah. It, it is, well, okay, treasure. it's better than national treasure. That is I, not accurate. Like, it, had, it's a, it had freaking Smokey Robinson and, and Gladys Knight. It's that some of the greatest guest How appearances of all that? time. That was okay. in the early 90s, and I was a young baby. But it's Burton Ernie, man. It's Cookie Monster. I'll say, it's Oscar the Grouch. I'll say it's on par. How about that? With national treasure? With Nicholas Cage? Yes. Okay, if you say so. Yeah. If you say that's, so. That's great. That is greatness. So do you be? I'm you, giving you greatness, Travis. Why are you denying okay, greatness? Will you have access to the set? Like, will you be around the puppets and the puppeteers and the actors? I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I would keep you away. I from would it. probably. They won't do even that give you a tour. Well. I don't know. Maybe they will. I do know that I am excited because I'll be in New York around the time of Game of Thrones. So, and I know there are some so really sweet-ass watch parties that I'm looking forward to attending. Do you think you're going to be invited to those? I would, well, it's not a matter of inviting, Chris. It's one thing. I've learned about New York the last couple of weeks. You just do it. Weeks. You just do okay. it. You just, okay. When you're in New York, you just, you just, hey, if there's a watch party, you just show up. Have you learned that city's like going to eat your life? Well, I... <laughs> I am absolutely certain. <laughs> a, a, Look. A, prevailing, a prevailing question that has come up on from numerous listeners, friends, family, um, passers-by in St. Louis that heard the news, um, they're curious how you will attack the punctuation required of a Sesame Street fellow. Is that a good thing? Are you that a fellow? I see where people are going with this. Punctu your punctuality? Which, to be fair, he's on a fair streak of like, we're talking half an hour early. Yeah. Yeah, for Midcoast. We're, we're looking at a situation. It's supposed to be an hour early. We're looking at a situation <laughs> where um, <laughs> that, that, that hawk, man, it just, ugh, it just doesn't go away. I, I understand everyone's concerns. Mm -hmm. I, um, that's the thing I've actually been working on the last couple of weeks before I've made my official announcement. How can I make it easier for me to get to where I need to be? And that's actually been the only thing that's kind of been on my mind the last few days. Big, is, it took Big Bird to drill into that skull of yours. No, it took a city that, as Gardner just illustrated, can absolutely uh, eat right. me alive at any moment. And so I or have where to, the your transportation is not necessarily controlled by you. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And they're, so you're gonna be like, ah, oh, I'm 17 minutes late. I'm so sorry. I was four blocks away and yeah. the, the cab. And they're like, you should have ran. Here's yeah. here's what I've I've been thinking though. I, I've someone's going to tell me. Think they run a tight ship on Sesame Street? I would imagine they would. They're owned by the good folks at HBO. So I would imagine 
that being punctual and organized goes a long way. Are you a rival of the House of Mouse? So wait, wait, wait. Not at all. So your, your drastic, your drastic here improvement here at Midcoast was all just for the, for the bird and the snuffleupagus. I'm going to be honest with you guys. You're a guy who's on time now. I have decided... Well, we're, what have we been doing this for a month? Well, I, I'm showering him with praise. Well, I've been thinking about it, and I was like, man, I too want to grift off white people. Mm. And so that's what I have been doing. I have been essentially just riding you guys' coattails all the way until I needed to get close to my destination so where I can jump off and go do my own thing. So I appreciate you guys giving me the ride, but now that I'm here, please do not acknowledge me and pretend that you do not know me at all. I would appreciate that. You so, know, and you so know, if, prime so if example a wall, of that. A prime example would... of that. You know why? Huh. Prime example is of Kankles saying on Listen, the, listener, the main page, the main page, when my family is commenting, your mom and I are very proud. <laughs> <laughs> so a listener so that's why so that's a, why you know how when wait, Pam wait, and Jim were like this is why we chose not to tell the office that's why I chose to hold it off because I knew there was going to be a cankles in there talking about my mom in my mass feed that my family can see so you're attacking a three plus year listener of this show I simply for being proud of you I, I, that, there were certain, hey. certain ways you can express that you can certainly so express that. So you're going to take a swing. You're not. Uh, you're not trying to leave. You're not doing anything else. But say you go up there, and then, as you think will happen, you're going to start working for the Daily Show, or um, we'll say Black Panther Eight or whatever sure. uh, they they roll out that's uh, straight to DVD that you're worthy of. Um, so. Will you just throw up a middle finger one day on the live stream if you're if you're videoing in and then we never hear from you again? Man, put it this way. I feel last like that's year what, we, that'll happen. Last year we learned that studios created over 500 original shows. 500 original shows. The most in the history of television. Hell yeah, I'm trying to get on somewhere so I can leave y'all. What y'all think this is all about? I ain't trying to be up here and, and handle a charity. I've been carrying y'all on my shoulders for the last damn near four years. Y'all going to have me sit up here and continue to carry y'all all the way to the top? No, this is where you get off. I worked with you guys for a little over a year. Yeah, this is very true. This is very true. And Gardner, yeah. I'll be more than happy to sign some autographs at Rosie's. I can stop by and do from that for you. Per nominal, per, per autograph There fee. will be a fee. I don't think anyone will care about you. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> That's probably fair. That's a good the, the thing that I want most to happen... <laughs> Sean will be there. Sean will yeah, be Sean, more popular. Sean, than Sean yeah, will continue to be true. more popular than cool. me. Cool. Can you bring Sean to Sesame Street? Oh, dear God, no. I Which mm. which character on Sesame Street would best represent our voiceover star, Sean? Mm. Oscar the Grouch. Oscar yeah, definitely. Sean Dumpster Dives. I, you don't say. I've been dumpster diving with him before. I, I have to say I am shocked. Yeah. Found some nice ashtrays, crystal ashtrays doing that before. I'm very excited. This is going to be a lot of fun because this is as close as to jumping out of an airplane I've ever done in my entire well, maybe life. Maybe you can do that too for I, a Traview. Oh, that would be fun. Maybe I'll do that. I do turn 35 in a few weeks, so maybe I will mm -hmm. indeed jump out of an airplane. But I will say this. Can I say this? Follow your damn dreams. I know that's corny to say. And trust me, they don't tell you this part when you are following your dreams. It's going to be painful. It's going to be grueling. You're going to be thrown down the steps and set on fire about at least three or four times. Mm. And there are going to be days where you're thinking everything's going right and everything ends up going wrong. 
But if it's something that you truly want and truly love and something that you really want to be a part of, I can say from now personal experience, it's well worth the journey. It's going to be a pain in the ass, but if that's where you want to get, I suggest that you stick with it. And I'm very honored and flattered to have the opportunity to work again under something that I've admired since I was a wee little baby and I had the opportunity to actually produce content for kids. I love kids. I love my sisters. I love my nieces. I love making them laugh. So to have the opportunity to do that on a major scale and make other people's kids laugh and think and have fun that that's kind of cool you still haven't answered a question though travis okay what are you gonna do to teach the kids what that booty do? That, that that is not what it's about it's about respecting people and they're not just their bodies that's a picture of because rihanna i am right body there. i'm body positive and rihanna positively has a nice body that's beside the point but she's a creative she's a leader she's an independent woman She's a CEO, she's a president, and she's more just for your googly eyes, Gartner, okay? She's more than just that, okay? She's a black woman in our community, lifting it up, giving young people the opportunity to have their own lives and careers and companies. <laughs> you're better than that, Gartner. I, you're better than that, Gartner. <laughs> Great segment for the uh, start of the show. Congrats to Travis. And thank you to all of you for working with us, working through all of the fun, and, uh, and staying in tune with what we have going on. So cool stuff happening. Again, check out midcoast.media if you want to know everything that we have going on here. And thanks to Tech Electronics. They uh, helped us build out our studio. They're a local business. They can help individuals, businesses, from everything from uh, security uh, to surveillance to full-on IT and uh, equipment help, everybody. So we'll take a quick break, and uh, Chris Gardner's chuckling at something that I've stumbled over. Get your fair fouls in. We'll have Sam Lyons back next hour. We'll be right back.